Hello everyone, I'm Steve the Limey. And I'm Blake the Yank. And together, we are... The Limey and the Yank. A rock talk podcast that takes on the great debate. From the UK to the USA, who really knows how to rock? From the Beatles to Def Leppard to Oasis and Adele, we have it all. I've got more. From Elvis to Aerosmith to Prince and Nine Inch Nails, we've got it all. Let the battle begin. I don't know Dee Snyder personally, but I bet he was a fan of Sweet. I, uh... How could you not be? Oh, yeah. And it still sounds as good today. Um, let me just jump in. I'm going to finish off with Mud, because a lot of the uh, American... But it's still my turn. No, it isn't. I haven't finished mine. I just finished... Uh, what's his face? Okay, fine. <laughs> But you have to make sure I say it correctly. Wood. Wood. Okay. Um, we're going to play Rocket. And I want you to listen to Les Gray because, you know, we did, uh, you know, in our Christmas special, we played uh, It'll Be Lonely This yes. Christmas. <laughs> and a lot of these songs, he could have sold them to Elvis to record because they would have been perfect for him too. But just listen to Rocket. And, uh, well, you heard Tiger Feet and Dynamite. I'm going to play you a little bit of Rocket and Dynamite for all you listeners out there that haven't heard of it. All right, which one are we going to do first, Rocket? I'll surprise you. Here you go. Russell, you're sitting in a sandwich store Where all the guests start starting smoke Where they write their names on the floor And hang the photographs all on the walls So that's it, Mud. Sorry for taking over, but I have to with you. You know what you like. You think so? so but no. All right. Did you do the New York Dolls yet? I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Jeez. I was, I was never a big fan. Don't post my act. Look, no offense. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. As we talked about glam being a middle thing, there weren't a lot of bands that were uniquely, I am a glam band and shall remain so forever. What happened was it was more like an idea, a movement that came and went. Just like how some punk rock artists actually drifted off into pop or rock or even country. The same thing happened with glam. People came and went. But I'd say the New York Dolls were an interesting mix because they had some glam to them. They had some punk to them. Yeah, they had the heavy makeup and that kind of thing. They, um, they actually have a couple of interesting trivia bits that tie them into punk. For example, when they were auditioning drummers, one of their drummers that auditioned to be in the New York Dolls was Mark Bell, who actually ended up being in the Ramones. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, I love the he Ramones. was their drummer. Uh, they were also, uh, uh, 
They didn't go over so well in England. They were on the old gray whistle test, and Bob Harris called them mock rock. He did. I can't believe that. But like I said to you, though, mate, if you go on there, you got to blast everybody away. That's your big chance going live. And they, they had a couple of albums during that whole glam period where that was their chance to, to put the glam thing forward. And I'm going to give you, I think the song Personality Crisis is probably the one hit they had that captures that kind of glam over the top rock sound. So here we go. Personality Crisis by the New York Dolls. Now you gotta do something. Wanna be someone? I like it. I really do. You see that picture of them? Yep. You got to laugh. I mean, what? <laughs> that is some outfits and makeup. But you know what? God bless America. This is, you know, That's do your right. own thing and just exactly. like England too. And it's all about the music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this. I mean, how can you not have fun? And I'm sure there's plenty of glam rock people you'd like to share with us, which we haven't mentioned. You know, like we can't always, so that's why we always need your feedback uh, to come back with us and tell us your favorites. Yeah. And we're telling you ours, and uh, of course, we always go first with what our audience wants us to share. Tell us your favorite, but also tell us, what do you think about the movement, Bay City Rollers, glam or no? Does glam give way to goth? There is, it's kind of like, it's funny, the, if you get onto the internet and you look at people who consider themselves official sources of music and do the research, you'll find that they'll also do these little things that you also see in the art world, like, well, when Impressionism gave way to Fauvism, when Glam gave way to Glitter, which was a sub-movement, well, maybe, maybe not, but the point is that Glam and Glitter kind of did go hand in hand. <laughs> is it my turn? Yes. I have... Slade. Slade. Yeah, Slade. I love Slade. Yay. They were glam. Well, they kind of, they dressed up. Noddy Holder, the uh, lead singer, he was a character, man. He had sideburns, like, as big <laughs> as lamb chops. And he'd come on with those boots on. And he, I mean, he, his style in some ways kind of reminds me a little bit of Joe, Joe Cocker. Because okay. of the raspiness and the the sh not yeah, so much there are shouting. Some men that have that raspy vocal to them. That's and interesting. there's no denying, or you could never, I don't think, duplicate what uh, Noddy Holder did. But uh, they had a bunch of hits. And the lineup, when you look at Mud and the other guys, they had all the different guys in the glam outfits, and then there was the, you know, a little bit more femaleish. But I'll show you a picture of them, and yeah. I'm 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 going to pictures. I'm going to play uh, pictures, or it didn't happen. <laughs> I couldn't help it; I had to be current and topical. I say now <laughs> we're all crazy now.
Oh, that's a fun one. Oh, yeah. I love that. You know, part of why that's fun for me is in the 80s, Quiet Riot made a hit out of that song. And I went to see a band perform, and their opening act claimed that they did this song first. <laughs> Quiet Riot. And there was also that same debate about the song, Come On, Feel the Noise. We know these are covers. It's okay. Quiet Riot was doing a cover. But when, when the band Mama's Boys stepped forward and said, That ah, was our song. We did it first. Yeah, well, like, you know okay, what? Okay, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> All I care about, Slade was the best, and that's my vote. The other was good, but it wasn't. Slade is the, the classic one. And uh, just just for another one, um, come on, feel the noise. There you go. Come on, feel the noise. Girls, grab your boys. You see, I like those lyrics. Why should the guys go and grab the girls? Because you may get slapped. But the guys, <laughs> guys don't oh, slap. Yeah. yeah, so come on, girls, grab your boys. amazing that it really puts you up there i yep. mean you feel like going out on the dance floor again well, is it I, okay that i, I like always the quiet do. riot versions and i like the originals i'll let you okay thanks maybe i appreciate that as long as you like the english versions better you'll be okay well then again quiet riot you've got randy rhodes <laughs> you've got this great voice yeah you do bro all right have you um have you run out of glam people i've got another one that's kind of overlapping the punk rock world all right. But is also part of the glam movement, and I'm pointing out Iggy Pop. Oh yes, he was on at Jonas. Iggy is still going. I love Iggy. Oh yeah, I didn't even think he don't wear. He normally wears very no shirt, but he is. That's his thing. He yeah. is from yeah. Good choice. So the thing about a fun little bit about it for those of you who don't know Iggy Pop, Iggy Pop, the full thing. He had the band the Stooges. So Iggy Pop and the Stooges. Here's a little bit of trivia for you. Um, again, according to Wikipedia, credit where credit is due, they claim that at some point Iggy Pop called up Mo Howard of the Three Stooges and asked him, is it okay if we call our band the Stooges? Are you going to be cool with us using that name? And his answer was, I don't care what you call yourselves, so long as you don't call yourselves the Three Stooges. <laughs> so there you go. He felt like he had permission to have his band Iggy Pop and the Stooges. I like it though, and you know what? It's I giving them credibility. And when they say Stooges, who do you think of anyway? You don't have to say the Three Stooges. You know who they are. Yeah. Right? Well, so Iggy Pop and the Stooges. Oh my gosh, their their antics. You need to look this up or or enjoy it yourself because they would do all sorts of crazy punk rock stuff on stage. But I'm going to come back to glam because that's what this is about. This isn't a punk rock episode. Right. So let's give a glam example. And for Iggy Pop, I think the glamiest we've got. He wrote this with David Bowie, Lust for Life. Oh, this is incredible song. Always takes me back to the, the great movie Train Spotting at the beginning. You know, like we did the great, you know, music in movies. This this was one of those songs that made Train Spotting too. I'm worth a million prizes. 
Lustful life. We all should have a lustful life. It is a good song. It's. I don't mean a lustful. Did I say that the right way? I, lust for life. Yeah, not a lustful life. A lustful life. You know what I mean? Anyway, because it's much better than I got a yen for living. What? That doesn't. <laughs> that doesn't work. It doesn't go. All right. I so, got a strongly passionate desire for the everyday experience of humanity. No. Have you finished? No. Yes, maybe. Have you got any Wait, more ammunition or any more glam? I know you're struggling on this no, one. No, I'm not struggling. I'm yeah, fine. yeah, because I've got so many and so much more nope, talent. I got, I'm as not always, I'm not you done. said that was your last one. Did I'm, you? Did he I'm say that was the last pop. one? Oh, oh, Jeez, sorry. You jerk. <laughs> Stomp all over me, why don't you? <laughs> no, what you want to do? Uh, what, oh, that's right. You're allowed to. What you want to do also is I think, think about how. I mentioned it transitioned into the 80s and we had glam metal, but I wanted to point out that another really cool Iggy Pop song, The Passenger. Let me play a little bit of that for you. The Passenger by Iggy Pop. Get into the car We'll be the passenger We'll ride through the city tonight We'll see the city's ripped back sides We'll see the bright and hollow sky We'll see the stars that shine so bright A size made for us tonight So something fun to me is that in the 80s, Glam also kind of moved over into goth a little bit. And a good example of that is that Susie and the Banshees did a cover of The Passenger that I really enjoy. That's one of my favorite Susie and the Banshees songs. I never heard of it, The Passenger, but I like it. It's real. I'm going to have to play it a couple of times. You know, it's like one of those songs you got to but uh, well, I'm going good. to play a little bit of the Let me play a little bit of the Susie cover too. Here you go. No, I don't think so cuz that's not Oh, too bad. I'm going to play it anyway. <laughs> Aha! That's I'm the cut. power of being the editor. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll cut you off anyway. <laughs> but is that is that glamour? Is that glamour rock though? Is it? No, I'm saying that glam bled over into goth or influenced goth, okay, if you so will. And a good example there, as we've talked about, how people debate over what really counts as glam. Gary Newman. Oh yeah, because you're right, mate. Because he was at the bottom end mm -hmm. of glam, and then he came out. Here in my car. Yep. Exactly. Here in my car, I know we're starting to think about leaving tonight. Allowing nothing seems right in cars. Here in my car. 
I am going to finish off with last but not least. I love T Rex. Yes, they absolutely need to be mentioned. And Matt Boland was up there with David Bowie and all the rest of them. As his career was short, but what he did with Electric Warrior and the cla- and just his outfits and how everybody went out and got bad perms because all the girls were screaming at Matt Boland. I got one too <laughs> when he had hair. I looked like Sly and the Family Stone gone wrong. Wasn't that when you I went into to... hiding? I remember you telling the story <laughs> on the hair episode. I told that already. Well, you don't want to know it. Look what happens oh, yeah. to you. This is what happens to you when you have bad poems. But anyway, um, God bless you, uh, Mark Bowling. You were you were wonderful. And what a career with uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex, too. Yeah. And then to take that step, you know, just like Dylan went into Electric and they changed the name and went more glam rock. And he was a slave to fashion, Matt Bowen. Incredible dresser, charisma, style. And I'm going to finish off with this. I'm sure with the audience, my favorite song is uh, Bang a Gong, Get It On. So one of the things I do want to point out, because we're talking about cross-dressing and gender bending, those are phrases that we're using here that really kind of oh, yeah. were part of the times. But people these don't... days, well, no, I just want to make a disclaimer here. These days, these term, this terminology has changed around a little bit. So we're not trying to be politically incorrect here, so much as we're trying to borrow from, as we look into these times, <laughs> what these were considered. I was going to say, the audience... They're not interested in what you do in your spare time, okay? How you dress. I'm not talking about what I do in the weekends. <laughs> I'm if trying you, to point out look, that there are some If you want to go people, in the closet and put on ladies' outfits. There are some people who understand that in the 21st century, LGBTQ rights are more recognized, more understood, and we're making a lot of progress in those areas. So... When I use phrases that I see in an article about the 1970s that are from the 1970s, they're not meant to be derogatory. They're not at all. We're thinking these artists are fantastic. So when I refer to someone dressing in clothes of the opposite gender, at the time, that was really shocking. That was trying to make a statement. And at the same time, some of these artists really were struggling with issues related to LGBTQ qualities that were harder to express at the time. So think about this for a moment. We mentioned that glam is about really embracing a persona and blowing it out to its greatest extreme. When you have these kinds of feelings inside and you can't express them in society without difficulty, it's one of those things where glam made that a lot better. And I'm certain a lot of young people who were struggling with the same issues felt better seeing uh, Gary Glitter or T-Rex. I agree with you totally. The way we saw it as a kid growing up in England, as a teen in those days and everything, it was none of our business. We didn't pay attention to who was there. We didn't, we, that even never entered our consciousness, whether people were dressing up more feminine. And, you know, like we're saying, this is all fun 
and happiness and joy and doing your own thing. But, you know, it didn't well, it was, make it. It was all rock and roll, and rock and roll could be anything that was unusual. Exactly, you know, and and that's... But what I'm saying is there was not, nothing judgmental about people. People used to laugh because they were putting on a show. What they did, and they yeah, were all exactly. characters. And no matter what gender uh, people are on the side, we just, we don't even, we don't really get into it. We just love people for being people and doing their own thing no matter what that is. And I'm going to hand you an example from your side of the pond that I think is probably one of the best, and that would be Queen. Yeah. Yeah. They were fearless. And as I did a little bit of looking from the experts or the random rock writers on the internet to say, okay, who thinks what about the glam movement? Who wants to formalize this into a real thing? There were a lot of people who seemed to agree that the song Killer Queen by Queen kind of epitomizes the glam sound as they embraced it. Yeah, but some people can't separate showbiz and uh, what you wear, and yeah, they they have to take take it personally because it's funny with an audience, you know. And there is certain people if you don't dress like them and you don't have the same haircut as them, and then they have their opinions about that. Me, I love England because that's the great thing about it, mate. You can be yourself. You can dress what you want. And you can be a hit. Because there should be no prejudice in mu music. Well, America has that and in common too. Because sameness is, is, can be boring. We don't like your carefully groomed corporate rock that's cleanly put together. We want someone who's going to be an individual. Yeah, and you know what? Even though I lived in both countries as a kid, I get to see both sides of the pond. And in some ways over here, I think in the 60s, we were far more conservative in how we dressed in our hair and everything. Oh, well, yeah. If you're talking about the 60s, even the 70s too. Yeah, well, I'm saying that's and that mentality. I say we need to move on. It's called people doing their own thing. But we may be, I don't know if we're... Well, that's the thing. One of the things about music when we talk about an era is we talk about the culture and the times because the music is often a reflection of that. Art is imitating life. Exactly. And while we're on that subject, you got any more for us? You know what? I think, well, I could. I mean, we have so many, you know, Alvin Stardust. So tell me more about Alvin Stardust because I'll admit this is not one that I know. Alvin Stardust, he, he was um, Bernard, Bernard Jewry, J-E-W-R-Y, right? and the biggest hit he had, and he, it sounds like the 50s is recording, but he wore glitter suits, he wore like Elvis type outfits, had the same type of hairdo as Elvis, and uh, I just want to play a, a little bit of uh, My Kuka Choo. Cool. Let's hear it. You never heard it? No? No. 
not from Alvin Stardust. Oh, that's great. Yeah, Alvin. Cool. And I think he's still going. I, I know what? I've heard at least one cover of that song, and I can't remember who it was by, but I want to say it might have been L.A. Guns. L.A. Guns did sounds. it? But that would make sense if we're talking about glam metal, because in the U.S., a lot of the glam metal idea was the whole Sunset Strip bands in California, like Motley Crue. Oh, and yeah. I don't know if Skid Row really fits, but yeah, Skid Row and L.A. Guns, they were all part of that scene. Still, I don't consider them, looking at them, as glam rock, but they were part of that scene in that time. Well, that know? was more 80s, so we're talking yeah. about glam metal, which oh, became yeah. really huge. If you look at the first Motley Crue, well, actually, the first big Motley Crue album, their second studio album, Shout at the Devil is a four-square photo of all of them, and they're wearing heavy makeup, they've got big hair, and they've got the Kiss-style leather and studs. Really? I never saw that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have to show you that. Wow. I, You know, it's it was so, in the 70s, so flamboyant, campish. And but, embraced and it. Drug, androgynous. 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 That's it. Du -du -du. You said it better than me, but don't you think? Could you mm -hmm. could you say that? Yeah. Non-traditional roles, and it influenced other artists. So let me take a moment and walk back to Lou Reed, and Walk on the Wild Side, which some of that included. Just it was like a because Lou Reed was kind of a poet at heart. It was all these little slice of life stories, and decades later, garbage mimicked that same sound and that same storytelling style on the song Bleed Like Me, which is from the album of the same title. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, let me play you a little bit of the song Bleed Like Me. Chris is all dressed up and acting coy Painted like a brand new Christmas toy He's trying to figure out if he's a girl or he's a boy And he says, hey baby, can you bleed like me? Yeah, you like that? Yeah, I do. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I figured I'd give yeah, that as an example of how that movement still has gone forward today. Very well said yep. in the song. And what a cute song, too. Very yep. nice. Great voice, man. So have you got any more? Because I got one more. You know what? I I could find a bunch more, but I think I've run out of all those great. I think I've got the top great glamour. Glitz, everything. When you say, "Oh, you guys out there," some of our, some of the ones we talked about definitely have to be your favorite. All right. Can I do one more? Of course you can. I want to do one That's more because awesome. I think you're going to love this. We've done this on another show, but the show has not been released yet. You will find out about this artist in other episodes. I want to mention Susie Quattro. <laughs> yeah, she the had big heels on. Bass though. player and fearless rock and roller. 
she was still also part of the glam movement. Now, I know you have a favorite song. Tell us your favorite, Susie Quantro. Can the Can is always my favorite, you know. Um, I'd have to look to see all the different hits that she's had. Oh, yeah, she's had many. Let's go ahead and play a bit of Can the Can. a good song i love that but i'll also go ahead and give you a song that's that's got that same kind of rock and roll glammy sound to it which is Susie quattro doing 48 crash I don't know if I've even heard that. Yeah, there you go. You know, glam is all about shiny and glittery and that kind of thing. I don't feel like she fit into that. When she started her career early on, she didn't like women wearing the wigs and the mini skirts and being shiny and heavily made up. Yeah. So hers was more like Joan Jett. It was that leather thing. Yeah, all, yeah, exactly. And it was still in the 70s with all that glam glitz. But now looking back on it, you're exactly right, mate. Most of the bands were guys in mm -hmm. the glam, you know. Oh, yeah. And then in the 80s, thank goodness, we saw, you know, more wonderful lady bands coming up, you know. And uh, not only lady bands, but lady singers. I mean, we've talked about them. The list goes on. But that's, that's the 80s, you know. But if you look at all the different, uh, you know, like the Go-Go's and Ban Banana Rama. But mm -hmm. um, I think the... The glam rock 70s, the guys kind of took over. But in the middle of that, then you had uh, the disco too. That's true. You it's know? kind of like punk was busy deconstructing glam, yeah. and at the same time, disco was busy embracing it. I guess you had all these huge different types of music in that era in the 70s when you think about it because mm -hmm. you had like status quo they were the headbangers is that status uh, quo or the status quo depends where you're from <laughs> <laughs> Just but you know what i mean mop the hoople <laughs> and you had all the the headbangers nazara and all those stuff and you had the glitz and then you had all the disco you know you had barry white you had you had Donna Summer, you had the stylistics, and the list goes on, which maybe we should uh, do some more programs on the 70s, but pull out uh, sp specific music of that era, yeah. like Barry White. and uh, It really know, was a musical tapestry, because when oh, you start yeah. talking about Barry White and Donna Summer, you're also talking about 
Motown and funk bleeding over into the dance sound of disco. Still big in the 70s. Together. Exactly. Still big in the 70s. And then, uh, oh, yeah, you had all, all kinds of the Fat Bat Band, you know? Uh, so many. Uh, maybe we should do that club music, dance music of the 70s. Um, yeah, we may do I that on a, on a later episode. Well, more than one, I'd, I'd say, because there's a lot of material. But what do you want to say to wrap up about glam? I want to say glitz, glamour, get your stacked heels out, <laughs> tease your hair up, have some of those. You know what's great? Makeup mandatory. Exactly. When you're having parties, you know what sometimes is really fun? Set a special era where you want to have that parties and tell all the people coming to dress up in that era, not necessarily like Ziggy Stardust. No, but like some people like have the 80s Beatles. parties. Why not have a 70s party? How? Just pick an era that you you know <laughs> your friends, you know the people you're around, and but take it all the way. Should you eat the food of that era? Depends. Mm. But yeah, there's got to be good, there's good food in all eras, right? I think. I just keep thinking of American commercialization and all I can come up with is like oh, yeah. hot dogs and cheese whiz. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Because I grew up in the 70s. It was a fun time. So remember, it's glitz, glamour, and having a great time. Have your glitz, glamour party. Get your, your hair teased, like we say, get your stacked heels on and get the foil and wrap it around you and play that fantastic music that gets people up and gets people having a great time. That's Thank, right. Yeah. We had a great time, folks, sharing all this information with you, and hopefully some of the songs and sounds that you haven't heard before, which we love to try and introduce you to, no matter what era we're talking in. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's no, all lots of fun, and we really love sharing old, new music and new, oh, new music. And thank you so much for that wonderful feedback and love and everything you've been sharing with us on the programs. And thank you so much for continually to listen. We're continually trying to find interesting, fun, wonderful information on music and to share that music and joy and love to you. So peace, love, and joy from the limey on the other side of the pond of the Atlantic. And Atlantian. the yank. On so, this side of the pond. you got to say more than that. Then they're going to say, this guy talks too much. Well, the Yank does, and it's a nice change that you're talking, Steve, but you got to say more in your goodbye than cross. What else have you got to say? Say it in your American way like I'm always telling you to say it, but don't, don't do it like... From the UK to the USA, who really knows how to rock? Keep tuning in at the Limey and the Yank. Thanks, everybody. Is that dot .com? <laughs> bye everybody we love you we love you hey kids time to go for now you crazy Kentuckian the only good thing that come out of Kentucky was KFC and bourbon and thoroughbreds and Corvettes bluegrass music don't listen to that mad mank we invented rock we make it all better please join us next time on The Limey and the Yank.